Serena Williams takes on Italian Roberta Vinci in the semifinals of the U.S. Open. A win for Serena would bring her one step closer to a Grand Slam, a feat that hasn't been achieved since 1988. In his latest Macropolis, WNYC's Arun Vanagopal explores how race and gender have defined Serena's ascent. For many tennis fans, the story of Serena begins in 2001 at the Indian Wells Masters Tournament. While Serena was on the court facing off against Kim Kleisters, her sister Venus and father Richard Williams entered the stadium to this. Venus had pulled out of a match against Serena earlier due to tendonitis, but a rumor floating around was that Richard had forced her to withdraw in order to orchestrate a win for Serena. It was a very tense situation, very I've never seen anything like this in a Neither tennis Neither have match. I. It's pretty amazing. It's incredible that the crowd booed for so long. At that moment, Richard raised his fist in what looked like a black power salute. Richard later said he heard people shouting the N-word and threatening him. And although Serena was the local girl having been raised in Compton, the crowd overwhelmingly supported Kleisters, the Belgian. Indian Wells is considered by many to be one of the lowest moments in the history of the sport. After all, tennis is supposed to be civilized, the sport of kings, prim and proper. It's also defined by its overwhelming whiteness among both players and the fans, something this episode, coming at the beginning of the Williams era, put into sharp relief. Imani Perry, a scholar of African-American studies at Princeton, knows that reality well. She recalls the experience of attending a tennis camp in Illinois as a seven-year-old. Other campers wouldn't speak to me or sit with me. Out of 300 campers, she was the only black one. When she took the court, her opponents simply sat down on the other side of the net and refused to play. This was in 1980. She never played tennis after that. But she loves watching the Williams sisters. For many people, Serena and Venus are a package deal in terms of their many victories, but also in terms of the reaction they prompt from fans and commentators. Perry says she often watched their matches with the sound turned off. Because there was so much animosity. People would talk about their hair being noisy, that their father was not equipped to coach them, and there was so much constant criticism. And so often, she said, the crowds would turn on them. Yet they kept winning. So I think for so many people, and black women in particular, it's this unbelievable resilience. And for Serena, it emerging as her being the best, I, I, I would argue, the best women's tennis player in history. And still, Serena gets all sorts of unwanted attention, like this clip from YouTube. Take a look at Serena Williams and her unbelievable bootylicious ass. It's called misogynoir. Kavita Davidson is a sports columnist with Bloomberg View. And that's a term that was coined by black queer feminist scholar uh, Moya Bailey. And it basically describes the particular racism and sexism that black women have to deal with. Which explains a long list of tweets comparing Serena to a gorilla. It also helps explain, in Davidson's opinion, why Serena earns much less in endorsements than Russian star Maria Sharapova. $10 million a year or less, to be exact. For Serena's most devoted fans, this is an unbearable double standard. In their eyes, she is the best ever. But there's hardly consensus on that. The best ever thing is, is one of those things that I, I never am comfortable with. That's Bill Dwyer, a sports columnist with the Los Angeles Times. He's watched Serena since she was the teenage prodigy from Compton and says it's hard to compare her to Steffi Graf or Martina Navratilova or Margaret Court. 
the time is different. The equipment is different. The balls fly faster. Uh, the the crowds are bigger. The marketing and branding that they do is is much different. But Dwyer says one thing is certain. The sport is changing, and Serena is a big part of that. If you look around, there are more black faces in the crowd. That's clear. It's an ongoing process, he says. It was a sport that was kind of a country club sport. It was kind of a country club crowd, and now that's changed. Serena becomes the ongoing messenger of that. The latest messenger. But what makes her success stand out, says Princeton professor Imani Perry, is the timing. When so much of our racial discourse is negative, calling into question the very direction of the country, here's someone who is simply providing joy. This is Micropolis. I'm Arun Vanagopal at WNYC.